That's No Moon. You're listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast discussing units, tactics, and more from the UK and Europe. A long time ago in a galaxy pretty bloody close, amid political turmoil, with fortunately no Trade Federation blockades, three men decided to embark on an ambitious project to deliver a Star Wars Legion information from the European side of the Atlantic, offering insights and advice and maybe some form of vague entertainment. Firstly, I will introduce the man on my screen, who's to my left, which is, he goes by the name of AJST, and I have described him and others didn't know who that was but they i said oh he's the lj Pena of the uk it's mr andy terrell how are you doing sir thank you very much i'm good thanks yourself i'm very well thank you very well um the other man of our tri umbrate of people in this podcast goes by cb cbt3 on discord and he'll explain why i'm sure at some point Mr. Oliver Dyer, although hey Oliver will be his name. How are you doing, hey Oliver? Right? I'm doing very good, mate. How are you? How are you getting on? Well, as we said, I'm all good. I'm all good. So uh, we have we've discussed this. We've decided to make a little bit of a podcast for the UK and European scene for Legion because as much as we love the podcasts done by you know, Legion 99, the Fifth Trooper, Natura Scoundrels, and all the other guys that do the podcasts across the states. Well, this is sort of like our homage, I suppose, to them, but also with our own spin, because one, we have much more sophisticated accents. Um, secondly, <laughs> we um, we offer a different meta. We have different styles of play. We have different lists going on. And it's probably worth doing doing something for uh, the, um, the, Brit, the Brits and the UK guy, the, the European guys to listen to so they can sit there and go, actually, I relate to that, because they might hear something on, a, on another pod and go, Oh, that means nothing to me, and at least maybe we might be able to help explain what's going on this side of the Atlantic. Um, if there's an Australian one, I, I have no idea. I, I, I mean, I haven't listened to there, it. I hope there, there is. There, 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 there is an Australian one, I believe, oh. and I think they release an episode once every six months. Right. I need to listen to that <laughs> in my life because I, 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 I like, I, see, I like a bit of cricket, so I like hearing the Aussie accent now and again going, bowling Shane, except this time you're like, rolling Shane, that sort of thing. So <laughs> that's where I, that's where I'll be going on this one. Um, uh, the aim of the show is obviously, like I said, to bring the perspective from the European side of things and the British side of things and spread event, spread news about events of which Andy, I think you have a hand in. Uh, and though Ollie, you, exactly, and Ollie, you, yourself, and me, uh, we obviously attend some one of us successfully, one of us not so. Uh, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let the audience decide which one of us that is. <clears throat> um, so yeah, um, but our topics, our topics today, we're going to give a pretty simple overview of what's going on. Um, we'll welcome to the show, give you a bit of background about ourselves. We'll quickly say if you're stumbling onto this and you've typed into your podcast provider legion somehow accidentally and the words star and wars and you and uk then you're gonna be going what's this podcast we'll tell you what this game is and why we love it we'll go through an overview of the um units that are involved sorry the units the factions are involved with some of the units maybe go from there and then you might have all heard the term meta as you said that with inverted commas meta uh banded about we'll explain what that means and what the current meta is right now and may and what it has been and how it's evolved and then afterwards, we'll just tell you about uh, some recent games, upcoming events, and um, and what we plan to do with the show going forward from there. So, um, Andy, uh, we'll start with yourself. 
Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your, uh, to quote Silla Black, what's your name and where'd you come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight, Michael, I'm going to be. <laughs> um, I don't know who Michael is, but go for it. That's fine. That's the, that was the other side of it, wasn't it? Silla well, Black and... Anyway. Well, if you say so, I'm, I'm showing, maybe you're showing your showing age. Showing my yeah. age, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I, was, I, 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 was, I was brought up on it in the North, mate. Honestly, it's it's, it's gospel to us. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, did you I, I don't hope I wasn't, it then. <laughs> I hope I wasn't culturally insensitive to your accent there. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely it is, mate. I take no offence. <laughs> anyway, Andy, what's your name? Where do you come from? Tell us about your gaming background and what you do. Uh, so oh, I've only been gaming... Uh, about six years, I'd say. Um, I did game when I was a teenager, but then I found alcohol and women, and then there was a <laughs> steady decline from there. Um, I started off with X-Wing, and I wasn't very good at all. Um, I went to the Nationals and came in the top 50% out of 600 people who turned up. Um, but then when X-Wing, uh, when Legion came out, I was like, oh, that's definitely better. I'll give that a try. Um and it kind of stuck more. I enjoyed it more. The game's longer, but it's more tactical. I thought it uh, engaged more. It wasn't just killing. You God. said something that tactical. It's great English. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to make a note of words that we use on this podcast. And then it's like, myself included, I'm like, words we just invented. Tactical. <laughs> Enter. There we go. Right. Carry on. Um. So yeah, I've been playing Legion since pretty much first came out, um, and as you said, I organise a lot of events. Uh, obviously, I run one monthly event out of um, Milton Keynes every month, uh, with a good 16 to 20 players we can fit. Um, and then I've now started running the UK's largest uh, two-day event out of Milton Keynes as well, as MKGT, as we're all start prepping for our second one of that. I would just like to point out, it's not just you running that. Is no, no, really? no. The wife is involved as well. We exactly. are a joint event. Exactly. You've <laughs> got to put props where props is, my friend. Uh, no, as I say, I wouldn't have done it last year without her, and now it's a proper joint venture rather than just me and then her behind the scenes. So Perfect. both the faces this time. And um, is it, I mean, yeah, he, you didn't mention, but that you are currently, currently the, who are you right now? <laughs> well, it depends on who you ask, because... Because he probably if, won't even answer. Because if because if you ask me, the the answer that you've got for him is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, according to the record books, Andy, you're currently the UK champion as well. So you'll be repping, quote unquote, repping uh, at, the, at the worlds uh, next year. Uh, I am indeed. Uh, yes. Yes. So uh, what you need to do is when you arrive, you need to turn up in a Union Jack suit, and as soon as you turn up, <laughs> you've got to have your, your like a Bose speaker attached to you, and as soon as you walk in. God save the king's got a blast out, and then rule Britannia as well. So yeah. that's what that's your challenge. Maybe I should uh, take take a bus in my list and then put a speaker inside it, and that's all it's that's all it blares out of it. Instead of like roll of the ride of the Valkyries, just have uh, God save the king. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that with them. So three hundred and fifty million games played, that sort of thing. <laughs> Some people will get that reference. Some people might not. Um, anyway, uh, so that's 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 Andy. Andy offers expertise and opinion on there as does ollie ollie same question what's the name where did you come from tell us about your background and gaming and all that jazz please so in terms of gaming background i started off with lord of the rings warhammer when i was 10 so i've been solidly gaming in one way or the other for about 17 years 
I'm glad uh, you added that time frame there because for context, some people are like, what is he, 12 now or not? So <laughs> I am I am I am the oldest 12 year old you, you've ever seen. I am also probably one of the oldest 27 year olds that you have ever seen. <laughs> There's a reason we don't do this this podcast on video format because oh, one of us absolutely. is getting grey quicker. So as 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 my dad always used to say, I have a face for radio. <laughs> just, just gonna say, as a man who's been involved in radio for quite a long time, I'm saying nothing on that one for myself. But anyway, yeah. So um, you've been doing it. You've played Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth. What uh, is it? It's now it wasn't. It's now Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game. Now, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's it's the Lord of the Rings Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game, but MESBG for short. Um, now I primarily play Legion. I have done for about a year. Um, currently. Every two-day event that I go to seems to be more and more challenging, but I think that's probably me getting a bit older and younger players coming in and doing much better as I, at the moment, am in the unfortunate position of being forever second. (laughs) (laughs) As I came second at MKGT, I came second at LGT. We'll have to see if I can pull a win out of somewhere. But I primarily play Rebels, uh, and then I am just picking up Empire on the side as well for a bit of fun. Boo. I mean, boo. well, just your flavour. What's your flavour? <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, lovely. So I suppose I should ask the same question to myself. Um, so I'm Cockles. I actually didn't say my name at the beginning of the podcast. So hello, I'm Cockles. Some of you may know me from um, such things as karaoke uh, and not successful games of Legion. Um, however, that's what I play. Uh, I used to play um, X-Wing many years ago. Um, and weirdly, like Andy, I switched when Legion came out. But also, coincidentally, I was going to say this to Andy. Did you notice that when Legion came out, X Wing 2.0 was quite young, and lots of yeah. there was people who fell out of X Wing because of 2.0, and in my case, maybe yours as well, shifted over. Um, Originally, to, yeah, yeah. And then that, I, so... I found that a lot of end players though didn't like the time difference. They liked mm. the game because it was Star Wars, but the two-hour difference to 40 minutes, yeah, they didn't like. There is a, an element of that. So my wife made the mistake of thinking it was a board game X-Wing years ago, and then the same again mistake happened with uh, Legion. You would have thought she would have learned, but there we go. <laughs> um, and from there, it was a it was like a, a dive in, and it's like hell yeah, I want to push around little Luke Skywalker and uh, and roll dice with an air speeder and go pew 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 at stuff. Um, I've dabbled in other games. I've played. I have played 40k. Not very good at it. It was just one of those things to play and that sort of stuff. I'm not great. I can play it casually. Um, and I have other games uh, under my belt that I've just not played yet, but have, for example, Marvel Crisis Protocol. It's it's under my bed. It's painted. It's not been played yet. It's been one of those things that's like, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. I'll do that later. And later, later was um, a, a whole birth of a child ago away. Um, uh, so yeah, so I play Legion. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I do all right. I, I I'm not. I'm not. A, 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 I, I'd like to know what a top cut is, but I've won a couple of little little events. I've just never done one at a major. Um, well, the first time I ever came to MK, I won one. So neat, and I got a nice carry case for it as well. So that's all I needed. I just needed stuff to carry around. Um, it's been a while since then, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like uh, Nottingham Forest in the Champions League. We don't. We've won it and just haven't done anything else since really <laughs> football people will get that reference some people might not anyway um so yeah i do that and then uh and, and outside of work yeah, outside of the, the legion world you I, I do some radio things um in and around cambridge where i live uh doing sports stuff and things um, and all that jazz as well um if anyone's interested uh i've, I've had to just someone once described me as a, a ginger a more ginger british seth rogan 
which did make me laugh. And I tried, therefore, <laughs> since then, trying to do his laugh, which is like a <laughs> thing going on. So I'm, I'm fairly sure you've just absolutely brutalised the man live on air. <laughs> oh, dear me, that was awful. One day, maybe he might discover Star Wars Legion and be like the the Star Wars Legion version of Harry, Henry Cavill. <laughs> Who knows? It's not could... quite the same like repertoire and body image going on there. I think not Superman, but super bad that sort of thing. <laughs> see what I did there? That's cool. Um, so yeah, that's us. Uh, we love the game. We love Legion. Some of us are good of it. Some of us do all right of it. Some of us t- tend to do very well at majors. That's just the way it is. Um, Ollie. If you had to describe the game uh, for new listeners, if you're enticing it, how would you describe it? What is the format and how does it take place? Obviously, we know it takes place in the Star Wars universe. But what what differs Legion to, say, 40K, for example? Uh, so for me, uh, in terms of a description of Legion, uh, it is a individual unit uh, and it's almost like playing chess on the board because you move with one of your pieces and then your opponent will move one of theirs. So I think tactically it's more of an advanced game than say Warhammer 40k or games like it. Um, However, Warhammer 40k does benefit from larger size. So generally speaking, you'll have uh, about 10 units on the board. Uh, That's the average at the moment uh, across any games that I play. Uh, And then each of those units will have different abilities um, and you get to use those throughout the game. Um, So I mean, it's the most exciting game on the market, so I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to play it. <laughs> there will be, oh, no bias. No bias. No bias. It's a Star Wars Legion podcast saying it's the best <laughs> game ever, so no, it's fine. Um, obviously, you've said about the units and abilities and things like that, but there's an added extra in the fact that different units have abilities and different leaders bring different flavours to the game. So, Andy, take it away. What would that be? Um, so obviously when you you need a leader for an army and each leader has command cards and you select uh, a command card at the start of uh, each turn and that dictates who goes first so your command cards vary from one two three and four pips um, which sounds a bit weird when you try and explain it straight away but when you look at them they have a one two three or four like little circle dots in the corners for them um but the flavor of them, I think, when trying to sell it to people is usually something I, I go for um, because I find Vader's cards are very um, indicative of him from the films. He's very selfish. It's about spreading fear and terror and killing as much as he can um, and not caring about his team or his army, where Luke, on the other hand, is very much about helping his teammates inspiring them giving them dodges and helping them survive and then at the end just killing everything so like the command cards i find are very unique uh, and they are the thing that kind of drives that um like uh the thing that makes them good like the heroes and you enjoy them and why you want to play them yep and we won't go into the depth of the command cards out there at the moment because there are far well i said there's far too many there are lots so obviously Mr. Skywalker, uh, Mr. Skywalker Jr., I should say, has um, six of them. Mr. Skywalker Sr., also known as Vader, has six of them as well. And then um, Maul, who exists, uh, has his own six as well, or three, depending on which faction, if it's a faction that you play in. Um, <laughs> which leads right, on to the next thing. Go. So obviously, we've said about the factions. So we've got uh, we've got we've got a four and a half. We'll say four. Is four and a half a fair? It's just fair five statement. factions. Is like, it a fifth faction? 
but well, if, can you if, can you right the debate we'll come to in a second so we know right empire is one faction rebels are another one from the galactic civil war um era someone will be able to go it's this bby and this bby and i couldn't tell you i'm sorry uh, and then you have the separatists or uh, from uh, droids, basically, from the Republic era, and then the Republic from Republic era and the clones. And then you also have Shadow Collective. I'm of the opinion they're kind of half a faction because of the way they play and what you can do with them. Andy, you will counter that point and say they're a full faction. Go on. They're a full faction. Well, all right, they're not officially by rule standards, but as far as tournaments go, if you go best in faction, you will get one Empire player, one Rebel player, one Republic, one Droid, and a, a Shadow Collective player. So but the irony that is, logic. But the irony is, a Rebel player, Republic player, whoever can still can have units that belong in the Shadow Collective faction. That's fine because they're their mercenaries. <laughs> Yeah, that's mercs. fine. They're mercenaries, and that's what so makes they... them a good faction for that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw down a hot take. Go on. Oh, Shadow, Sh- Shadow Collective is a battle force. It is, <laughs> I, I, I do not believe it is a faction. It does not have enough units to be a faction. If you know, if, if we're just going on the fact that it's mercenaries, um, look at the new Mando and the new Boba. They're both mercenaries. Why can't Shadow Collective take them? Why? Because they're a battle force. Well, battle forces are aimed at like set periods in time, though, aren't they? If you if you look at each of them, they are from a certain point in the franchise. So the Shadow Collective is when Maul's in charge of all the mercenaries, so the Pikes, the Black Suns, and the Jabbers, and all of that. And Mando wasn't around at that point. And um, who's the one? Obviously, I mean, Old Man Bubba, but in a different vague form. He was a cl- well, all the clones of him were running around. But I, I digress. <laughs> That's a, that's a law. That's a law debate. That one. Anyway, yeah, carry on. But yeah, I, I say I think they are. I treat them as they are, and I think battle forces are just a, like a sub faction, is how I see them. So, so if someone who's playing Echo Defense uh, comes first, they are technically the best rebel, but they were using the ba- uh, the battle force of Echo Defense, and when Ewoks come out, it doesn't matter. Which. Uh, which goes on quite well. So just to brief, uh, Ollie, explain what battle forces are for those. Obviously, that's a fairly new concept uh, again. Uh, so battle forces have been going for six months or so. Um, I think the Shadow Collective one came out about six months ago. I can't remember the exact date. Um, it is uh, a way for players to get into the game. Um, they were originally aimed to be uh, intro level um, and not built for competitive play. Um, but there is the one... Battle Force out there called uh, Blizzard Force, which is beyond competitive play. Um, I think if you were looking to tier list um, how good the Battle Forces were, um, you've got Blizzard Force, which is for the Empire. Uh, that's a lot of bikes, crazy things like that. Then below that, you're probably looking at Echo Base Defenders, which is for the Rebels, which is all Hoth based. Um, after that, you've got the Droid Invasion Force, I believe it's called. Um, Geonos- and then Geonosis Invasion Force, yeah. Geonosis Engraven? No, wow. it's just called Invasion Force. It's not oh, is Geonosian. it? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then last but not least is the uh, 501st, uh, which is Anakin and some ARC Troopers. Well, it's not last. You forgot Shadow Collective. That's oh, yeah, I know. But, but again, Shadow Collective, <laughs> I'm unsure where you rank that. <laughs> Probably above Blizzard. You I reckon? wouldn't wreck. No, 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 no. I'd go. I'd put Blizzard top and Shadow second, if I'm honest. Um, oh, 
Not that I mean, it may have just been the the um, the unspoken scenery at the event that we were at, but Blizzard <laughs> Blizzard seemed to do pretty good to me. <laughs> can't think can't think why bikes did well on that that. Thing. Oh no, just, uh, no. That's just it. But um, so we've said the factions. We're just what we do is we, we I've decided to create a table of strengths and weaknesses for each of the factions. So we'll start with Empire. Um, we'll add to this list, but we'll go with the strengths of the Empire as they have red saves. Now basically that means they have a higher probability of saving their units when they get hit. Uh, most lip most list options available IMO love to know who wrote that so that's me go on <laughs> um so in my opinion so IMO um it's they've got the most list options available to them so I can build a Vader Jubak heavy list like obviously in your face I can build a double ATST list I can build Blizzard Force list I can run um Iden special forces list you've each of them are different archetypes and play styles um where if you then compare it to say the Republic who tend to only run one or two play styles that like they can only play a gun line mainly or a melee focus they can't do a bit of everything um, disagree but i'll come to you that that's my uh, <laughs> just because there's the, there's the maybe that's why i've never done very well with them but either way i've got i'll there's a, I'll, I'll come but, on to that in a bit yeah i think with the like the options available to you the all the different heroes they open up different list style buildings um where in some of the other factions you've got a new hero and it plays slightly differently but the list surrounding and supporting that hero tends to be the same kind of play style um, cool. in my opinion as i say that's how i and feel about it we've also got in there the positives and the strengths can take every bounty hunter so just first of all a bounty hunter can offer you an extra victory point to win the game um, but you can take all of them as an empire player but only two at a time only two at a time yeah you can't uh, be running around with six bounty hunters so <laughs> If I could, I would. Oh I'm also going to chuck. A, I'm also going to chuck something that's not written down here, but it's just popped into my head. Is I think that the Empire uh, probably have some of the best uh, weapons upgrades um, for their core, and that for me because that DLT is pretty. You'll see it all the time. That's just my opinion. I think if you see it when you see Stormtroopers, you go, "Oh, there's DLT. Of course there is." That sort of thing, because they have the range and they have a red dice and all this jazz. So red dice to attack, better chance of hitting, all that jazz. Um, thoughts on that? Agree? Disagree? And I, I, I certainly think that Empire have got some really, really strong core options. Um, I'm less agreeing in that Empire have got the most list builds. Um, I think, and I'll come on to this next, actually, so I'll, I'll hold on for a second. Yep, no, you can we'll do that, but we'll just go the weaknesses for the Empire is that so they, they suffer, they have a, is it a lack of weapons that have the keyword pierce, which basically mean they can negate saves. I put and this is again, again, my IMO. I think they're a bit boring. I never got on with playing with Empire. I never, I just, it just never suited me being able to do that stuff. Vader was too slow up until up until more recently. Um, Palpatine too slow, couldn't get him in, and I wasn't patient enough to be able to get on with them. And I didn't really want to play the gunline DLT gunline with all the whole Death Troopers sitting at range and going pew 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 that sort of thing. I was more, I, I like, I'm a that's just not my style of play, but that's just that's my opinion. Andy, you'll disagree because you're obviously a high high quality Empire player. Ollie maybe disagree, but you're dabbling into it, you say. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, so I, I think for the Pierce, like, they've only they've got a couple of options for it. It's more about that it really hurts when you've got, as you say, like <laughs> Death Troopers with Surge and Red Saves and your opponent just 
goes, well, I'm just going to shoot them with my snipers. And uh, that 30-point model, not anymore. When you fire and pierce into white saves or droids, it's just like, well done, you just killed four points or five points now. Sorry. It's like there's a big price point comparison between it. Yeah, um, your, val- so, yeah. your value for value for punch, I think, is what is one way of looking at it. Mm, um, yeah. So moving on to rebels or rebels um, strengths. I'll skim to the str- I'll I'll go through it and then Ollie, if you sum it up. So I've got strengths. I typed op Luke because I think because he's a very very good unit. I'll put it in yeah. Luke. So, so uh, for those for those who don't know what that means, Mister Cockles, yep. what what is an op Luke? An op Luke is um, different for a commander Luke. Commander Luke is has different points value and different keywords. And operative Luke fills a different force organization slot and has more keywords and can hurt you a lot more. Isn't that right, Dave Grant, when you played me at LGT this year? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, strengths, um, so strengths up Luke, because uh, I think he probably, uh, you can argue he might be the best unit in the game. There is probably, there's a, there are counters, but he's up there as one of the, maybe the top two or three. Yeah. Um, tricks. Unit, the rebels can do lots of tricksy things that can make you go, oh, damn it, that sort of thing. Um, they're very versatile. They uh, can apply. They have dodges which can negate damage to them. They have a, they have an effective gun line. Um, they have very efficient combat units. Ollie, I'll let you sum that up in a second. Fast delivery systems. I quite like that because that's just hello. This is my X thirty four land speeder, also known as the Operative Luke delivery system. <laughs> <laughs> and then the high velocity snipers, which um, Ollie, I'll let you uh, do that in your rebels sum up. So fire away. Okay, so um, just to go over a few of the bits um, from the Rebel Strengths, um, what I mean by uh, very efficient combat units is that Rebels have Wookiees, uh, and they have two different versions of Wookiees, and generally um, what you'll see in a lot of lists is an Operative Luke and three squads of Wookiees. Now, um, in terms of game, this is what we call threat saturation. Uh, If you run up those four units some of them are going to make it, no matter what you come up against. And once they actually do make it in there, they're very hard hitting. Um, Of course, then below that, we've got the fast delivery system. So for Rebels, um, they have got the land speeders. Um, They're very very hard hitting with shooting. um, And they're also a very, very good delivery system for Luke. Uh, And then you've got the AA5 speeder truck, which is another way to get your Luke or your Wookiees um, up the board without them dying. And then on top of that, you've got high-velocity snipers. So uh, only Rebels and Empire, uh, and I believe Gar Saxon for Shadow Collective, have the high-velocity keyword. Um, Iden. Does Iden have it as well? And Cassian, I believe. I think Cassian. Yeah, that falls into uh, Rebel, Rebels and Empire. Um, yeah, Droids and Republic, no chance, mate. Um, but essentially what high-velocity means is it doesn't matter if you've got a dodge, you can't spend it they're likely to kill something whenever they shoot, whether that be one model or two. With one caveat... Oh, yeah, no, sorry, there is no caveat. You can't spend it as the um, dead driver's about to say something else, don't worry. You don't yeah, you can't, you can't spend it to trigger um, yeah. surge to defence on force users. Yeah. Um, they also have some very good... They, they, like the Empire, because they've been out for a long time, they have some very, very good units. I'd argue, I think, the, the best... It, well, it's, for me, it's a weakness and a strength at the same time. The one we'll go to weaknesses. They have white saves for the most part, which means they are basically if you're rolling a six a, a, a six sided dice, like five or six up. Um, someone put terrorist, brilliant, Andy. I wonder if that was you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I put this and said there are lots of uh, lots of units for slots. Uh, for example, there's lots to choose from in the operative slot, and there's lots to choose from in the special forces. I.e., if you take three wookies, you can't take three snipers. Um, and you're generally fine if you want to take 
some cool operatives. You're now fighting against Op Luke, Sabine, and now Dinjarin, aka the Mandalorian, and other um, new bounty hunters and things, or or, or uh, adapted bounty hunters, we should say, like Boba Fett. Um, so that's a, a it's good and bad um, because it's, you're spoiled for choice. Um, I think we go on. In in terms of a personal experience of weaknesses with rebels, and this is specifically against Andy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there there is there there is one card um, that Luke plays that is meant to mean he doesn't take any wounds in a turn, realistically. And every time I play it against anybody, it works. It works perfectly. My Luke comes off unscathed. Any time I play against Andy, any any time. I play this card and Luke pretty much just dies. When I play, when um, someone uh, played it, full, full, full of surprises. Honestly, it's like oh, okay. uh, Andy has nailed through full of surprises every single time I played it against him. <laughs> it's outrageous. I think the, the last time I played against Luke the other the other week, they played full of surprises, and I was like, "Oh, here we go, nice get to kill Luke," and did like one wound over six units shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's not how it goes. Ollie, Ollie usually fl- takes all, <laughs> all the wounds. I roll four Ollie additional defense dice. I, I, honestly, it's a, uh, it's my, uh, it's my curse. I, I can't play it against Andy. It just does not work. That's right. I never know. I'll never know because I've still never played against Andy. It's, it's highly upsetting. Um, moving on more for wall weaknesses, we have force users. Uh, I.e., there's only one slash. It's the same person twice. Um. Weaknesses B ones. Can someone explain that? So, um, in so in in terms of this, um, rebels, depending on how you take them, have don't ha- quite have the dice pools to kill a full unit of B ones in an activation, okay. yeah. and so you generally spend multiple shots on a fifty point unit, um, and so you but you have to deal with them because there are six of them, and if there are six units of B ones approaching you, you have to either jump Luke in and pinball your way through. Uh, without Luke dying, or you have to waste multiple shots. And you know, if I if I take a rebel gun line, um, it's uh, the squads of rebel troopers with the DLT, the captain, situational awareness. You're rolling seven black and a white. You're averaging about six hits with an aim. You've then got cover to take care of if the droids are in cover, and it feels really really bad to be wasting uh, an activation to kill f- sixteen points of B ones. That's fair. That now makes good, sense. Man. I did wonder. Good. I did, did wonder what was there. <laughs> and then order control. Um, it speaks to itself with rebels. You either you either do order some or yeah, some of your units, and then others have to go in the bag or not. I'd argue that's the same for Empire a little bit, to be honest as well. I think they've got yeah. a little. I think they've got a little bit to go against it if you run uh, Hask, um, as he can coordinate trooper every turn, and then you bounce that onto a shore trooper, and then bounce that to a mortar. So yeah, I think yeah, I think Empire have got a little bit more in terms of ways to deal with that. I don't. Yeah. I think you've got the same with the the rebel vets, um, but you don't have an additional character to allow for that to bounce orders. No, that makes sense. And actually, it's also the, um, the Republic. If you, certain lists um, can do that order control really weren't nice as well, which is handy. Uh, now, as a quick sidebar though, because you've mentioned order control, you haven't Ooh. explained it to the listeners what order control or what an order token is. Oh, go on, so go for it. Go for it, cockles. Oh, okay, bro, lovely. So every unit you have uh, has a little order token, and the idea is that you, as we've said, it's a one to one, an alternate, alter, alternating activation game. So I go, you go, I go, you go, um, and to to figure out 
what unit goes, you have little order tokens. Now, when your command card is pulled, as Andy, as we, uh, Andy was speaking about, Ollie spoke about, ah, time's gone, I can't remember, as we spoke about earlier, it says that you can issue an order to the, an individual, i.e. the character, or it'll say X unit or two units or two core or two specialists, that sort of thing. And then the rest that are not given orders all go into a little bag or a pot or whatever anyone chooses to use and they then you can choose to pull out that pot and it comes out at random there are ways to mitigate that randomness with certain upgrades but we'll just say it's at random and um yeah it's just that's that's the order token thing so when if you have complete order control it means you know you you have the ability to pick what you want to go next and you can react or um you can be proactive and force your scheme onto your opponent or react to their scheme and go oh, i don't want to do that and run away um depending on what you're doing that sort of thing so uh, anyone else want to chime in on that one i think that's uh, a fairly poor explanation of what that is yeah i i think that certain factions do really really well with the order control and with the ability to pass tokens out uh, and allow for units to go as and when they want to uh, particularly droids uh, are very good at it then probably the republic then the empire uh, and then the rebels and then obviously shadow collective want nothing to do with order tokens mm. um, that's because they tend to have this keyword and they're called independent meaning if they don't have an order they get a dodge or a name or something else like that it's quite fun or not Although someone did try to say uh, uh, to me once in a game, said when I give them an order from the from the pool, they gain that dodge name, and I was like, no, no, that's not how it works. Because oh, yeah, they were like, yes, because I'm issuing them an order, and I'm like, you're not issuing them an order, you're pulling an order from the stack. That's different. And it all it was it was yeah, but it had it was fine. It all sorted itself in the end. I just had to sort of say, no, no, look, please, honest, I'm not lying. That sort of thing. Uh, anyway, so moving on to another faction. Uh, as I bring that up, we'll go to the Republic. Uh, that would be my world. So, strengths, red saves, like the Empire, they have their troops have armor. That's how that works. And their Jedi, their Force users, have our, uh, the ability to go pew with uh, with their lightsabers, um, of which they have some of the best Force users. Um, Yoda, Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, um, they, are up, they all serve a purpose and they all do something different to each other, which is brilliant um, and very fun to use. Um, but they do have weaknesses um, in that they are high cost units. Um, still, Obi Wan Kenobi is costed a lot higher than Anakin Skywalker when Skywalker has so much more going for him, even though Kenobi does well. Um, they also have high core. Their core units cost a lot more money. Their not money cost a lot more um, points. They also have access to Wookies in the same way uh, the Rebels do. So exactly the same units there. They are expensive and the upgrades for them are expensive as well if you want to run a good for if you want to run yoda he's already 200 points but then you're putting upgrades on him so he comes out at about 220 230 depending on what you put on him so that's a quarter of your army cost um other weaknesses that they andy said that they have very limited build options now that's true to a point but i think you can make effective lists um that do certain things very well uh, and you can make some lists that are a bit jack, jack of all trades, but um, there's probably no one list that beats all that maybe Rebels or well, that maybe the other three have. There's that you there is no this list will be the king kind of thing, whereas all of the others have at least one of those and do well do well at everything. I, they have I'm, access I'm to not... speeders. The three barks the three barks Anakin list is pretty good with Padme. That's a strong list, but it it's not, I wouldn't say it'll beat everything if that makes sense. 
I think I think Republic has I think two or three uh, king lists at the moment um, that I see do particularly well, and I think they're all on about um, the same scale because you generally are seeing triple bark pikes gunline with either because I think Obi Wan won the uh, was it the Danish nationals? Oh, I haven't uh, seen the results of that. The French that... nationals was won by Yoda. I know, the, I know the French nationals was, but there's there was a there was the one which uh, like Johannes and Finn were at, um, and that was a world qualifier. I can't remember was the life where it was. I'm sure it was in uh, Denmark. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so I think they had a, Dan- a Denmark world qualifier, and that was won by, um, yeah, that that was won by Obi Wan Kenobi, Pikes, uh, and essentially just a, a a gun line for the Republic. There it was, was it was the Dodge Sparrow. Excuse me, uh, version of it with Obi Guardian. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. oh, you mean what I used to do, but with but with different things. Oh, look, I'm a trendsetter. No. <laughs> um, and, and then, and to, to to be fair, in in one weekend, Republic came pretty close to top in every major tournament because I think they did well over at the in the states as well. In the they? states, as well was it Sol Cal Open? Yeah. yeah. Um, because I I remember seeing that was another, uh, and once again, it was Pikes Republic. Was that so Anakin? This is that was Anakin though, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that, that was you... Anakin Padme or Anime. This is what I'd argue. If you if you're running Pure Republic, Pure Republic's I wouldn't say it's garbage. Pure Pure Republic doesn't do very well. Pure Republic with core that are cheap, i.e. the Pikes, because you save 10, 12 points, 52, 54, Yeah, save about ten to twelve points on your core by using Pikes. So that allows you. And if you put, you have to put a minimum of three core in, so you get yourself an extra thirty odd points to be able to do things. Thirty. Well, you can't. Your pikes don't count towards your minimum cost, uh, minimum units, though. So you still got to spend your hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have that point. six points. You still have the point. Yeah, you still have the points difference if you mean to, to do. Oh things right, with. yeah, yeah. So it makes that, that's a that's a, that's either a huge bid, uh, or um, it, it's multiple upgrades on on something. So maybe you can take barks and you can put two. You can put a special weapon on a bark and a special weapon on a on a, on a core, core unit. It's it's up to you. Um, but yeah, so. Pure Republic doesn't do great, but Republic with Merc backup, which might work, well, it does work. We've just seen. So, uh, any other thoughts on Republic uh, on that one? I mean, I've I have I have so much fun running Republic lists. My Yoda Kenobi list did did sixty odd games. It was brilliant. It was great fun because it gave me headaches and gave opponents headaches as well. I, I think if you want to play something fun, then play full Republic. Yep, uh, and it's 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 the unfortunate place that they are um, in at the moment in terms of uh, meta. You, it feels like you have to mix them with the pikes for them to be seeing any kind of results. I think for a while we had the Yoda, Chewie, uh, Triple Bark lists that were floating around. Um, they've since been replaced by the Pike Gunline uh, as it's just more efficient. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's an unfortunate place. Hopefully, AMG when they do the uh, points update, give clones a little bit of love as they've certainly been uh, hammered into the ground recently. Now, don't go crying them a river though. Let, let's be honest; they had a very, very, very long time sat at the top, keeping you at range free with their standby sharing Overwatch shenanigans. Yeah, but uh, now, um, no, but as soon as that got changed, you lost. You lost what they what this yeah. level is. That you lost it, what they were. It got changed, but they were still there for over a year. Like they still managed to stomp the meta for a year as Rexstar. 
Like now that list did change a little bit here and there over the over that long period, but it still stomped on us for a whole year. So I don't have any sympathy for people like, oh, but what about now? I'm like, no, you you had a really long stint. Everyone else had short stints, and you're having a big, you had a big long one. Well, to, we say... to, to, to be fair, I think that um, I think that the lists that we have out there now would match up to Rexstar in its former glory quite well. Like the Luke the DLT, Luke DLT dodge spam. Uh, Pike gun lines, um, like Empire yes. gun lines. I think they could probably go toe to toe with what was if they had that same rules as it was back then. Yes. Now there's right. a little thing we should do. Maybe, maybe here's a feature for the future, future feature, whatever that's like. We should run former lists with their former rules and former point costs against current things, and just sort of say which, which and see what happens. That would be quite something fun to do in a That'd casual, interesting. in a casual thing. I would say that'd be quite entertaining. Watch this space. Um, we're, now, we're now evolving into <laughs> That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and video battle report. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, That's No Moon could uh, could do some streaming at certain events, couldn't they, Andy? They could <laughs> more than welcome to. <laughs> yeah, more than welcome to. Well, noted. Keep that one there. Um, right, on to the final main faction. Uh, separatists. <laughs> battle Force. No, Separatists. Main oh, they're a separatist. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, nah, you're, you're oh, nightmare. You're I jumped too soon. Wasted. Your gag was wasted. <laughs> um, strength of separatists, are, I'll go here. So we have numbers. They are they're a good horde army if need be. They have the best bad guy. Sorry, best bad guys. Pretty sure Vader would disagree, but that's just mine. Um, order control. Uh, best heavy um, unit in the game in the form of the AAT. They have a unit called Magna Guards, which are absolutely brilliant. And it says not played. Someone's typing and saying not played by me, but I'm pretty sure I played them last time. And no, yeah, I've got. Fun. As I say, you've got all the factions, haven't you, Cockles? I've got. Yeah, I haven't got Shadow, and I haven't got Shadow Collective as well. So yeah, there we go. Uh, Realise my mistake post uh, post writing. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the strengths. Um, obviously, I've dabbled in them. Uh, I I had fun recently with a list that was running Triple Droidica when no one and everyone looked at me and went, "You're mad." And turns out they were right. So, <laughs> hey, it actually, to be fair, there's certain things in this. If I had more practice with it, I reckon I'd do quite well at it again. And I am going to run that list into the ground because I think there is a lot of um, merit to it. And and the more practice you have with lists, as people will find out, the more the better they get with them. Um, and that's the key to the game. Um, weaknesses for the, for the separatists, the CIS. Uh, white saves mostly, similar to the rebels. Um, weaknesses they are played by Andy who has a bad reputation uh, weaker core units this is very true although the number the sheer number that there is six of them um, probably make I, I would makes that not a bad thing uh, less access to force push because they only have one force two force users two. excuse me two force users I nearly forgot about Mr. Moore um, Andy um, separatists you play them more often than myself and, and Ollie so give us an overview um Order control is kind of one of the things that is great about them um, because obviously with, with the droids, they can coordinate. So if one gets an order, it passes it down the train chain, um, emulating that kind of being controlled by a computer kind of aspect. Um, now, I also sometimes think that's a bad thing because I can have perfect order control by having all six of my B1s out on the board. I'll have an order on Dooku. I'll have an order on my Magna Guard. And it's like, right, I've got everything out. But what do I go with first? <laughs> <laughs> so, you can, yeah, you can be in that control situation. Um, but at the same time, it can 
hinder you. And the reason for obviously giving them orders is something we actually didn't even put in the weaknesses is um, AI. So if a droid yes, unit yeah. doesn't have an order, a face-up order token, then you have to perform their AI. Now, that can vary from unit to unit. Um, some of it is like for the B1s. That is, they have to attack, which means you can't take an aim, you can't move and shoot if you want uh, like an out-of-cover shot. And sometimes, if it's only one droid that can see and they're in range, you've still got to shoot. And that can really hinder your plans or you wanted to double move onto the objective on the last turn. Nope, you've got to shoot and move. Now you don't score. Um, so like the AI can hinder you quite badly. Um, but if you play the order control game right, then you shouldn't ever really suffer from it. Yes. Um, but they've got the big heavy hitters. As I say, you've got the AAT tank in the game. You've got Dooku, Grievous, um, Magna Guard at the moment, obviously flavor of the month for the, for the faction. Magna guards are very good for those for for new listeners or for new listeners or those who will just want reminding because they've had a heavy night. Magna guards <laughs> are uh, a, a special a special forces unit who can guard who can guardian leaders. So if you run Dooku or Grievous or other leaders, they can just go. Don't worry, mate. We'll take the shots for you, and you can keep your leader alive. Unless you roll. Everyone dice also knows. More importantly, by me. That six white dice when attacking from B ones is an average of two crits. It's just naturally. It's <laughs> yes, just it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, it, 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 even the, not doesn't happen for stormtroopers. Oh no, happen. no, it's only no. B ones. Only B ones. It upsets me to my core. <laughs> <laughs> to um to paraphrase, only B ones gonna be accurate for D shots. <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, B ones, and it, it's weird how that works as well. You roll six white dice as a rebel, or uh, with your fleet troopers, or or um. Oh yeah, you'll get one hit if you're lucky. You get one hit, regular hit. B1s, don't worry, roger, roger, I've got a crit. Cheers, mate. Lovely. How have you done that? You absolutely, <laughs> It's insane. I've, the, the games I've played with the, the droid list I ran recently, it was like, eh? how's that happened? Done. Yeah. I'll take that. Sorry, <laughs> mate. And you, you, you do feel a little bit guilty that you've actually been able to roll those. You go, I'm sorry. He's got heavy cover. And you go, sorry. I just, just dice, in it, And then they roll their saves expecting to make, oh, I've just got red dice. I'll make that. No, no saves. Yep. it's always the way <laughs> well, well, welcome, to, welcome to my Luke Skywalker life <laughs> this, this is the way um, so yes that's Separatist uh, to be fair I also find Separatist another fun faction to play um, just because of the, uh, the one thing that it's not it's not even a game thing it's just there is something that if you put this, the droids on the board droids on the board and the, on maps and, and tables that, are, that have good terrain and, and decorations on and things like that droids on the board look cool because you can you because you know what they are whereas a clone unit looks like a stormtrooper unit looks like a clone unit is inter interchangeable rebel units oh they look like men with space guns the, you know what you know what darth vader looks like you know what law looks like and you know what b1s look like and they just look cool on the board um so that's not a that's just a, an aesthetic thing i think but there we go uh i'm moving on to the last in quote faction uh <laughs> and, uh moving on to the last um last uh collective uh that exists which is the shadow collective um we have strengths they have all the keywords needed on each unit pikes are insane and they are literally insane they have a very they are very durable core units because they have access to all of the dodges not just some just all of them um the more command cards as i briefly mentioned earlier 
and they have the they have the ability to sneeze in the background. It's great. <laughs> those of you, that's a, it's a good little good little cameo there. It's all good. Anyway, um, access to the AA5 for Blacks under delivery. The AA5 being the bus that the Rebels have as well. That's the um, the transport unit. Uh, so. Um, well, Ollie and Andy, you can take this both away on that one because I've never played Shadow Clay. I did, but I played against them, but I and had mixed success. So, from 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 my knowledge, Andy and I have run two very different Shadow Collective lists in the past. Mm. Um, I went for the more um, the usual, so I went for Pikes, Black Suns, uh, Maul, uh, and either a bus um, or just things along that general front. So, I was heavy leaning leaning heavily into trying to quickly deliver. Black Suns, which if they get to within range one of you, it's game over for whatever they're looking at. Um, and then Pikes to keep up durability. Um, so I think the, the, the list is absolutely solid and I'm absolutely terrified for when they get more real units. Um, mm. Or if they get high velocity or some other special forces that are going to absolutely mess with me. But for the moment, uh, I feel like Pikes need a points increase, but other than that, the faction's pretty good. Pikes no, definitely so need a points increase. Wrong. Oh god. They don't need more special forces because they've got the best ones available. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you run four of them, it's great because you can run the four Mandalorians. It's disgraceful and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely uh, punctured my Luke Mando. Luke Lando Mando. Lando Mando, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah four Mandos. It, it's taken me, what am I? I'm about 12 odd reps of it now. And it on paper it looks awful um but it packs a hard punch um but it is kind of very scalpelly and you need to play that mission and whatever mission you've grabbed leg it as fast as you can at speed free <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it does seem to work somehow i'm i think i've only lost i uh, lost against lila and then i've lost one or two practice games yeah i lost against your dlt list yeah so i've lost like a couple of a couple of games on the way but overall i've won most of them um and then the other approach to it as well which i'm enjoying is the double bus triple bike sweep bikes uh suppression list yeah that's a, that's that's a really a good list. idea andy did you come up with that all by yourself now you... <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to play around with it and before I got it built and brought a second bus, yes, someone might have made top four in the US before me even making a single scene with it. <laughs> and now I begrudge wanting to play it. Well, this, so, is, just no, mad, this is just Mad Andy Fury England. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to chuck out, I'm gonna ch- chuck out a, a, a list that I'm, I'm toying around with like trying to make at some point, which I don't own the units yet, but when I do, I will do this. I will do triple swoop bikes. Uh, Sabine uh, and Din Djarin and then other things around it. Uh, not, and then... I'm not. I'm not sure you can take triple swoop in Rebels. Nope. Um, oh, didn't want to what? break his heart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, um, it's the uh, it's un- un- so Underworld Connections allows you to take <sighs> one additional unit of any rank, uh, and you're only allowed to take one support uh, without having Underworld Connections in any force that's not. I'm not even sure. Can swoops go in Shadow Collect? Of course they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh well, I'll yeah. tell you what then. That just I'll change the swoop bike for a flipping tonton. Then that'll be fun. Oh, yeah, you can take two swoop bikes max in any other faction. But well, but but why you would why, why you would take multiple swoop bikes when you can just take Mando Bros is beyond me. <laughs> man, man Bros. Um, 
so that's the strengths. The weaknesses. People hate them, and yes, I hate them. <laughs> I, 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 I load them. I load them less now than when I first played them because when I first played them, I was losing to them, and now I don't lose to them as often as I used to. So now I'm. I think I'm now pretty much fifty-fifty, having played them about eight. Played against them about eight, eight, maybe ten times. I'm fifty-fifty. Um, it's because it was a new fa- new faction um, that. I'm not one of these people who go, all right, I know what I need to deal with and look up what I need to do and how do I counter that? I just will go, I'll, I'll look at a list and go, I'll count, I'll do, I'll do what I do and not worry about what they do and I'll just roll with my plan. Most, more often than not, it's fine. But if I'm one of, if I, it, I, I just, it's a game. Ultimately, if you think, you can overthink it and all that sort of stuff. So when I first played Shadow Collect- against Shadow Collective, I was like, oh, they do that, do they? Oh, that's a lot of dodges. That's a really lot of dodges. Oh, that's a lot of dodges. <laughs> Have you got any more dodges in your box block there? So you need to borrow some more? Yeah, I'll lend you some more. It's fine. Can, so, something's feeling pretty dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, a memorable game, though, is against uh, Lila at the LGT. And um, I, 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 I could have forced points, uh, drawn points, and it would have been either way. But I got cocky, didn't I? Because I thought, oh, I'll take a pot shot at some pikes with the core that had already was scoring in breakthrough. And then they got shot by the pikes because the pikes chucked out a shed ton of dice. And that didn't work out well for me. But hey ho, you live and learn, don't you? Did, anyway, did, um, did, 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 are you sure you mean pikes? I, I was almost certain Lila ran exclusively blacks on an LGT. No, it was MK. Oh, uh, MKJT. Yeah, uh, MK, yeah. she ran the pike version of her list with Gar Saxon. And then yep. MK, uh, LGT, she ran. With a bus that um, wouldn't fit through some terrain black. pieces, which. She didn't Black like sons. but that was, the, yeah. <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> um, the with the weaknesses are very one-dimensional. I think you covered that briefly there. Only one unit with high velocity. I mean, there's one more than some factions. Uh, and not many available units, but that's because they're new. So, yeah, it's not, that's yeah. not that, that'll change over time, I'm sure. Um, which leads on to what we we've we've chucked this word around um, a couple of times in this in this opening podcast. Uh, the word meta. What does it mean? What is the current meta? So, Ollie, what is what does it what does meta mean? So meta is um, across all factions. If you see these uh, particular lists at events, uh, and again, don't get me wrong, a lot of lists it's uh, dependent on the pilot. You can take any amount of models you want to a tournament and if you're a fantastic player you can do well with it but it does help if you look at the lists that have been well performing um i for one uh, i have been running a list and i've got about 65 reps um with this list and it is the luke dlt gun line Uh, and i would say that at the moment although the luke dlt list is somewhat evolving uh with people throwing pikes in there uh, it's very highly up in the metas again uh, touching back on what we briefly spoke about with the republic um, their meta lists are the ones that are the the public gun lines with a force user Padme and pikes in them. Uh, they're the lists that are doing just very very well um, at the moment. Um, again, I'm not sure what Empire separatists um, are like at the moment for meta lists. I don't really play much against them. Um, Empire meta is um, Iden is quite popular with double bounty. That's appearing quite a bit at the moment. You've also got um, Blizzard Force, obviously, with you jumping on the bandwagon for Blizzard, Blizzard Force. Blizzard Force, full stop. Absolutely, Blizzard Force absolutely. Four bikes. Um, four I'm mucho bikes. excited. Pa- Papa Vader and four speeder bikes. Get on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, so to, as a context, I, I played, I think his name was Simon, 
uh, Simon Fuller Love, who recently did, I think he, was, mm. I think he ran an event up, up north uh, recently. Yeah. Um, I went, stop, I stop throwing down against my accent. <laughs> Sorry, I, say, I say words the same way as you. I don't say path and wrath. I say path and grass. So I'm oh. <laughs> took north. Took north. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So there was an event run up there. I, I, I gather from seeing comments on Facebook that it went really well, and he had some really great surprise support there. But he is newer to Legion than we are, and he ran Blizzard Force, and I played against him, and he, he freely, he. He freely admitted he made some mistakes in the game. He still beat me, but then I was running Joydickers. So, um, but he made the top eight, and he did very, very well. And I believe he played you, Andy. He, he you? did. He beat. He beat me in the last game. There you go. So, um, yeah, and Simon did very well there. So that's good. And so, and for a new player to, so it shows a new player who knows games because he did say he does very well. He used to play X-wing quite a lot. Yeah. So players who are used to playing these games can take a list and just go bow and do things with them so i dare say that someone who is a top separatist player could take the list i ran and do very well with it someone uh someone like uh, i think his name is Droud on discord he um <laughs> yeah. he um I, I spoke to him about some droidica usage and he i would say coached he just offered some words of advice which actually worked out really well the whole barricade versus capital b barricade debate um about how vehicles can get cover from small b barricades and big b barricades the distance that sort of thing um if you're not sure what i mean the when you buy the corset you get barricades which have a capital b yeah uh, which are which which vehicles can do something or not something i can never remember and then then you have small b barricade which is a piece of terrain which blocks ground vehicles and that's the it confuses people with the ground vehicle keywords and all these sorts of things anyway um yeah, so metalists can be picked up. Uh, so you, we've said so. It's Dubax, uh, sorry, Iden and Double Bounty is the Empire. Rebels is yeah. the is the Oplute DLT. Republic, it's the Pikes uh, and the Jedi. Probably, yeah, well, Jedi is probably Pikes, Pikes, Bikes, and Jedi combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Delicious. then probably for, probably for the separatists, we'll probably look at something's Double Magna. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Duke, it's Dooku Double Magna, or you've got. Um... One of the STD droids, um, so the super super tactical droids with the ion spiders. In I'm a glad you clarified that what is a super tactical droid and not a droid that had been out in Ibiza for a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then uh, obviously that backed up with two or three ion droids. I think I mean, even that, in that scenario, you can still take magna guards in that kind of list. Um, so yeah, that's definitely better for them. Uh, in future episodes, we'll do a unit dive on certain things. Obviously, we'll have a favourite unit uh, that we love, and then we can go into like a unit that we all hate to play against or hate to use on in our favourite factions and all this sorts of stuff as well. There's gonna be a lot of crossover between me and Ollie. I'm gonna love it. He's gonna hate it. I mean, absolutely. It's more. It's more that I hate you um, <laughs> and, and everything and everything that you uh, and everything that you play against me. Although I think we're um, for, for for anybody that I've played. Um, Andy and I have gone toe to toe for the entirety of my Legion career um, since I've been playing. It has been I'll win and he wins and so on and so forth. Throughout. Well, originally, I think you went free up on me, didn't you, when we first started playing? Uh, I think so. That that was in that was in the dark days when I was on double airspeed, a triple Wookiee. Yeah, I, I, and then even when you started the DLT stuff. I was running the ion. That, um... Yes, it was Dark Sphere where I beat you with yeah. the I beat you against the ion spiders. Then you swapped to Dooku Double Magna, and then I've had to evolve and w- figure out ways to beat that. 
Uh, then again, <laughs> to, to be honest, it's full of surprises has lost me most of my games against you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was the same card you lost with uh, Element. Yeah, I lost, I lost with full of surprises at the Element two-day event. I lost with full of surprises at the Birmingham um, World Qualifier. qualifier. Uh, <laughs> literally, I rolled... Dooku rolled five hits, I rolled nine defense dice, and I rolled one shield. He only needed to make two. I only, I, I only, <laughs> needed, to, I only needed to make two. That, that's, that, that is all I needed. Uh, and then Luke just uh, unceremoniously just died. <laughs> but you rolled about four surges, didn't you? And you didn't, it was the only thing you didn't have a dodge on. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, bad times, so, dark, dark times. You, you're playing full of surprises, which, so for some context... Luke Skywalker gains a dodge token. While defending, he rolls a number of additional dice equal to his courage value minus the number of suppression tokens he has. So, yeah. Uh, so that's a two pip card. You could, you might as well just put now. You have, you might as well just put push in there, mate. I mean, you might because Luke still gets his order, <laughs> and then he can give it to someone else as well if it's that costing you games. Any, any other, any other game against anybody else, it works. It's just against Andy that it doesn't work. Well, um, it probably if it makes you feel better, it'll work against me because that's what generally happens. That's, that's um, fine, mate. I just I I feel I, I felt so so sad when uh like how hyped you were before LGT. Got my triple droidicas, gonna absolutely <laughs> tank everybody, and then when we got back to the hotel, you're like, do you, do you want a five guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I just just for context, I didn't say I was gonna tank everybody. I just said I was gonna suppress everybody because that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a couple of misplays and others. Hey, it's all fun in the end, isn't it? It's a game. It's all good. Um, previous meta can uh, well, uh, things like Rexstar. Um, Andy, if you explain what Rexstar, because you chucked it about earlier, and I thought we'll circle back to it. So Rexstar is. <laughs> uh... So back in the day when droid, uh, droids, clones could share all green tokens, including uh, standbys, uh, Rexstar used to be uh, Captain Rex as your commander, um, used to have uh, Echoes, the sniper, isn't it? I can never remember which uh, difference you'd have between Echo. Echo and Fives. Yeah, Echo in a, in a strike team, yep. two extra strike teams, um, and when they scouted, they would generate aims on turn zero, Rex would scout and generate an aim. So you've started the game with four aims before you've even moved a unit. And then on your first turn, you'd play Rex's two pip, uh, which increases the range of units that have aims. So the full, well, you, it wouldn't be full strike teams. It would be, it'd be the full, uh, what are they? The, the full squads for the special forces, not the strike the team arcs. versions. Arcs. Full arcs, that's it because they've got a range three gun. So with that aim, they could then increase that to a range four gun uh, and then basically shoot a unit. And you've got three of them, basically, or two or three of them units, or phase twos or phase ones. There was various like different versions of it. But then because you can share as many aim tokens as you want, you basically just keep changing all your hits, uh, blanks to hits and keep re-rolling. Um, it's a very, like, I suppose the equivalent is Iden with a heavy alpha strike, because if yeah. you could survive it, they were still whacking you pretty hard the following turns, but the, the the main impact was getting you at that long range before you could even react to it. Yeah, so for me, it's effectively it's a ranged tax strike, sort of, really, isn't it? It's, uh, whereas tax strike still exists and isn't nerfed at all. Mm. No, but I think the difference between it is the with tax strike, you're limited at what maximum of three aims because you've got offensive push in there as well. Yeah. So you um, 
but with the Rexstar version was you could share as many aims as you want from your, all your nearby clones. You've got the aims from you moving, you've got um, aims for offensive push as well, and you've got tactical on your arc strikes or even full arc squads. So if I, on turns one, I would have a minimum of four aims without sharing tokens. Like yeah, that's, that's what the issue was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've said that, so that was a previous Republic meta. Uh, a previous Rebel meta I dabbled in was uh, a triple taunt on Luke Sabine thing. That was fun. It was just fun having three things that went rabble, 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 and then charge into you with RAM before RAM was changed a little bit in the way it worked. That was fun. Ollie, did you ever get a chance with that? Or was that just before just before your time, maybe? Uh, just before my time, but not before my purchase. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have three tons which are built and un- are unlikely to see the light of day until something happens I, to them. I think Tontons will have their time back in the snow, not the sun. I think you snow. need a fourth one, and yeah. then you pull it in Echo. No, don't do that because do you know do you know how many air speeders I own? <laughs> uh, I, I'll give you get three guesses to guess how many air speeders I own. Five, four, no. If you say Was six, it more than four? I'm, not, I'm, 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 not te- I'm not telling you. You have to guess. Is it more than six? I, I'm not. I'm not you, you have to guess. Eight. Well, okay. Six, seven, nine. Okay. Cockles. Ten. I, I, I own six air speeders. Oh, well, so I did say. But just tease me like that. Oh, I've got you know, gotta to, gotta to give you a little bit of a tease. I, I don't know the, why. You, you, I, I don't know why I own six air speeders. I was gonna say I you like... own six air speeders, but you can only ever play maximum two in a game or four uh, if you play oh, a grand army oh, game. Oh no, 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 my friend, because you are failing to remember uh, the unconventional warfare tournaments where you can run three air speeders, three ATRTs, R two D two, and three squads of rebel troopers with uh, with with a. Uh, Repair droids. Yeah, with repair droids, that's the one. I was like, Heliebots? That's not that's not right. Um and that, my friend, is the true meaning of disgusting. Well, there is that. Um <laughs> Empire Meta, uh, I mean it's generally consisted of Vade what well, we've said about it, it's, it's currently the attack strike stuff, but previous you had what you had things Vader uh, and Vader Vader double Jews was double Jewbacks, that sort of thing. Yeah, Palp with um three snipers in the Royal Guard was a matter at one point. L- yeah. Luke Cook took that to winning. Yeah. These, we need to bring back these days and try them out and all that jazz. So maybe that'll be a thing to try. I might bring out some previous methods. Oh, um, Krennic and Bosk was uh, when it oh, first yeah. came out with the Shaw order Krennic. chaining. Krennic yeah. exists. Forgot he exists. Finn, Finn won um, the first LGT with that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And then yeah. he managed to win that on a hangover from a previous night's partying. That was, that's probably what again. makes that win must, the most impressive thing, I think, about that. <laughs> Um, especially uh, when he was he was Greek lightning with that list. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we're coming towards the end of the show. Uh, we we appreciate that, that for some of you this may if this is your first if this, if you if you're new to the game hopefully this has actually been really helpful. If you've been a, if you're a veteran of the game this has just reinforced some things about that you go about some units you go I bloody hate playing them or bloody love that unit or oh I remember playing Andy I remember playing Cockles <laughs> I remember playing Ollie. Ugh. That sort of thing. Um, <laughs> if you, you, you probably lost to Andy and Ollie. You probably beat me. That's just the way it goes. Um, however, we have other events coming up. Uh, Andy, I believe, I, I, I think, I think you did. What, you, you, you talked. You talked about one called Muk Mukgut. 
MK, MK, <laughs> the MK, the MKGT. For so, it's your baby. Tell tell us more. The Milton Keynes Grand Tournament. Milton Keynes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the the home of concrete cows. Um, and, ra- and roundabouts <laughs> and the UK's largest Star Wars Legion tournament. Um, so last year we had 56 players. Well, I say last year. I keep referring to it as last year. It was this year in August. Um, it's last year in my head at the moment because I've already booked and started uh, 2023's version of MKGT. So you can now buy your tickets. We've already sold over 10 tickets um, and the tickets went live yesterday. Um, so that's why so it's like it sounds for, low, but they only for, went, they've been on sale less than twenty four hours. For context, because people will listen to this at a different time, the tickets went on sale on the second of November, and today yes. is the third of November. And whenever you're <laughs> listening to this, that could be time away. So yes, so, if you, you may have already purchased your ticket. We could be talking to you from the past. <laughs> um, so we're aiming for 64 players we've got accommodation for up to 128 players um if ticket sales are fantastic um and we are, our main sponsor is the fifth trooper but we've also got sponsorship from blackgate games war games workshop in milton Keynes. um who else we've got um jack proting is donating painted units um, by the way just I've... to put while you talk about that his painted units are sick, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think of who the other sponsors are. Oh, we've got 3D uh, Design, 3, 3D uh, Dream Designs. Uh, I've donated some uh, proxy models. Um, and uh, Legion Tournament Circuit as well. I believe, you've missed, I believe you've missed what now will be the latest sponsor to sponsor the, the MKGT. Oh, who's that? Who's that? God, you fill me in on that. I mean, I mean, there is me, and my. <laughs> we, uh, I, mean, I, I like. I just get missed off of all mentions. Uh, you know, I'm donating Sorry. promos, prizes. How very dare you? Oh, actually, no, that's true. You have officially donated stuff now for Diet, your, yes. yeah. Right, I, I have an I have an AA5 bus about a foot away from me. I just need to find some way to give it to you. Right. And uh, and and the that's no moon a Star Wars Legion podcast will be sponsoring it as well. What in what mm. form yet to be discussed, but we will. We'll be sponsoring it. Um, I assume that will come in the fact that we'll we'll do some covering coverages of it. Maybe yeah. try and went near the time, get some interviews with some players, chat to you guys or girls about the game, and say, hey, what do you reckon? Have a chat, have a shout out for your local clubs and things, because we know that that will draw players from up and down the length of not only the country but Europe. Because I know from experience that there'll be some travellers coming over from the continent who will be eager to play. Um, because I mentioned it when I was in Germany to them, and they were like, "Oh, maybe we'll go over." And I was about to do the yeah. accent, but I thought I better not. Um, <laughs> but if you want to buy your ticket, yeah, go to mkgt.uk, and you can purchase your ticket through the website. We're all now, professional this year. We've gone pro. Now, talking of going pro, we are also have gone pro. If you wish to talk to us about. The, well about the show uh, or about legion or anything in general you may contact us in a myriad of ways one of which is through facebook uh, our, we have a facebook page which is called that's no moon colon a star wars legion podcast and the that's does have an apostrophe as well just to make sure if anyone is a grammar a grammar person who watches uh, watches listens um we also have an instagram account that's no moon podcast 
uh, on Instagram, I believe it's that. I need to check what that was. But yeah, that's No Moon Podcast. Or you can contact us uh, via email. We have the show has an email. That's No Moon Podcast at googlemail.com. Um, so you're welcome to contact us, ask us questions and things, and get hold of us through that. There will be more news from us to come as we are very young in our uh, podcast endeavors. And we can, yeah, we and we can do more. We know we will do more, and we'll we'll talk to uh, more about more events coming up. We want to hear from you, plugging events. I.e., Andy's always be plugging his events in Milton Keynes. But if you're running anything up north, uh, or in Scotland, or in Wales, Ireland, etc., or into Europe, uh, for those those continental listeners, um, please feel free to tell us what's going on, and we can try and get you on the show. You can pick it up and talk to us about what you're doing and and all this jazz, uh, Mr. Dyer. Cool. Um, on 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 the uh, on the front of events, uh, it is a busy month uh, ahead for a couple of us. Um, so again, if you ever want to find us uh, and find us at events, uh, both myself and Andy are usually at events across uh, the south and north of England most weekends between us. Um, on the thirteenth of November, I believe it is, uh, I will be over at Alpha Games um, playing in their one day tournament. Uh, and then the last weekend of November is the two-day major at Sanctuary uh, up in Nottingham. So if you haven't got tickets for that, I believe there are still tickets available. Um, they're having an up to 48 players there, I believe. Um, yeah. And I think that's run by Dyson Ducks um, is, is the website yeah. that I've seen. Uh, and then the next one, which is sold out, which is the following weekend, uh, is the Life Day Massacre over at Element Games up in Stockport. So if you are heading to that event, uh, please pop in and see us. Uh, say hello to us. Both myself and Andy will be there playing. You've also I... missed my event on the 19th. because oh, oh. I'm not going to that one. I forgot about <laughs> it. <laughs> It's the one weekend you're not playing. I mean, it's the, honestly, it's the one weekend in the last two months that I'm not playing. <laughs> I, 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 so that's Andy. That's on the 19th of November, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's in uh, War Games Workshop in Milton Keynes. Mm-hmm. Um, I unfortunately won't be able to attend many events for the rest of the year because I have a young family now, so I have responsibilities. Uh, so it's can't, just can't do everything. But I will be playing game. I'll be endeavouring to get some games in at my local games club at Sons of War in Cambridge on Wednesday nights. So if anyone lives in and around Cambridge, they might be able to get a game in. Andy, you still got to get a game in, mate. You now work near Cambridge, but you just have football on that nights for your uh, for your wee lad. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll come play cockles. I can, yeah. I can I can swing into Cambridge on a Wednesday. There you go. And there's a plenty of, there's plenty of others who are down there as well who from a mix of experience. Uh, also a regular regular top eight finisher, Richard College plays down there, yeah. and uh, nearly top eight finisher Matt Haslam finished plays down there. So there's some good players who've done that, and we're always happy to. Uh, Don't get me started on Matt. <laughs> hey, can we, actually, while we have Matt, while we talk about Matt, I, well, I don't go out to get soppy, but congratulations on his recent wedding. Yep, uh, that's that's the last we're seeing of him at tournaments. Then, yeah, he he, <laughs> he 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 won't be at many tournaments anymore, like me, because also he just got married. But now I have but now little daughters, and my tournament things are really shrink down. However, watch this space. Um, but yes, if you want to contact us on Discord as well, if you aren't on Discord, look up look up the Discord Star Wars channel. Um, on a, it's a communications platform which is really handy, and you can look up rules and talk to many other people. It's called the Legion Discord, and there are well, um, let me just look. 
lots of people on there. I was trying to see if there's like an amount of users I can see. Uh, it's there, over but... 10,000 users at the moment, I think it is. Because they did go. a promotion when they did over 10,000. They did the order tokens. Look at that. 10,000 players um, on, on, on that alone. And that, that doesn't include people who don't know what Discord is. So if you don't have it, get it and have a little go. You can get it on your mobile. You can get it on your on your computer. It's all good in the hood. Um, final words, Andy? Um Make sure you play full of surprises against me. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find that he is full of surprises. Ollie? Uh, well, it's been, uh, it's been a lovely first show. Uh, as a note, if you want to find any of us on Discord, uh, you can find me by typing CBT3 dash that's no moon. Lovely. Ooh, Look at that. Got the dash I have, mate. I've thrown, I've thrown the dash in. I mean, uh, if to be fair, if you just type Cockles Faulkner on Discord or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you'll find me. If you want to chat to me, that's fine. And I can chat to anyone about anything, so it's fine. Um, final word for myself is thank you for listening. Um, we look forward to hosting more shows and hearing from you and sharing your awesome paint jobs, events, everything. And uh, yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see. You, we'll hear from you. You'll hear from us next time. How do you end a podcast? That's just the way it is. Cheerio. <laughs> You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast.